little bit more. Just give me one more. Can you give me one more? You know, another one. You know what I'm saying? All right, what's happening, everybody? This is Brother to Brother Podcast with your boy Colt 45, where we talk about pretty much whatever the hell we want. And it's just me doing it solo style again, baby. Solo and YOLO. You only live once, so only live once. YOLO solo. Yeah, that makes sense. So, today, I'm going to talk about whatever I see on the road. So, I'm driving back from Whitecourt right now. So, we're doing it kind of live, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, just got my headphones in, wired to my phone, get the phone recording, you know, just gonna kick it, kick it, kick it old school, you know what I'm saying? And I figured I might as well talk a little bit about what's going on in the last two weeks and the things I've seen on the road and stuff like that. So I want to get in by saying, telling this story so I don't forget it. <clears throat> so last week when I was on my way up here, I was about five minutes south of a town called Mayerthorpe, and that's on the way to White Court here from Blackfalds. and so what I saw was, uh, was kind of intriguing because I didn't know what the hell was going on. All I seen was six squad cars, like SUVs, RCMP SUVs, like parked in this dude's driveway, and he has this, an acreage, and they're parked in his driveway blocking off the entrance and they had they were rolling out spike strips on the opposite side of the entrance and I was like hmm that seems a little that seems kind of weird eh so and it got me thinking because like this is like the times we're in right now anything is possible especially here in Canada you know some crazy stuff goes down every now and then and when you see cops loaded up on an acreage like that rolling out spike strips and I so I seen the like the must look like the owner of the house he's walking on like a camel jacket with big muck boots muck muck boots on you know like big Dunlops and he's just kind of walking towards the police there was no guns drawn or nothing like that but you know I think they're planning on things escalating pretty quickly if you know what I'm saying because what was the point of the spike strip? I don't really get it. And then about a quarter section down the road, like, I don't know, a mile down the road, there was another approach, like, like uh, another turnoff with farms down that road as well. And there was probably 12 looking, civilian-looking vehicles all lined up on the approach. And there was a few more squad cars and, like, a couple of ghost cars too. So I don't know if they were trying to trap this guy or what's going on, but, you know, I don't know what happened when I was on my way back up. When I was on my way down last week, I didn't see anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. That's where I'm going to leave that story at. But, uh, yeah, working up in White Court has been fun. I've been working with my old buddy Scott there. He's an old Newfie fella there from Newfoundland, obviously, a place called Come By Chance. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, got a few friends and family friends and stuff that from there. Um, 
never been there. Uh, it sounds like a strange place, you know. But uh, yeah, enemies like. Anyways, like me and Scott, we go way back. Like I think the first time I met him, I was like 10 or 11, you know. And he used to work for my aunt and uncle, and work for my cousin Justin there. He's been around for quite a while, and yeah, it's good. It's good getting to hang out with him for the last two weeks, and you know, get him to show me stuff, you know, with my new job and stuff like that, and how to build pumps and how to assemble parts and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a really good time, and then every night after work, we'd go to the gym, and we'll work our butts off at the gym, get a good pump on, and, you know, it was a good time. Oh, I should probably mention, if you hear a bunch of background noises, it's because I am in my car, like I said, and I'm driving back from Whiteport, so you might hear the signal light click in, and me hitting bumps and stuff like that, you know, there's no need to panic going completely hands-free here so there's nothing to worry about um yeah so like white court has been awesome this morning um well yesterday we we were kind of cleaning and setting up the new shop because we were kind of slow um the shop they have there right now in white court is just rented and you know prices went up and stuff so they decided to buy their their own shop there their own place which is at this shop here there's living quarters upstairs and like living quarters downstairs as well so like I was sleeping in a room that was just off from the office which was nice and Scott he sleeps upstairs and there's like a kitchen area and living area and stuff like that which is really nice but this new shop is a lot older and not in very good shape there's no living quarters, kind of a crappy office area, and stuff like that, right? So it's a big downgrade. Plus, there's, like I said, there's no living quarters. So poor old Scott, he's got to figure something else out. Like, he's either got to stay in his camp or, <clears throat> excuse me, or, I don't know. It just sucks. He's going to have to figure something else out. So hopefully they can accommodate him somehow. And uh, so, yeah, the last two days, like yesterday for a little bit, we went down there and cleaned it up pretty good and, you know, did a little bit of work on some of the rooms and stuff like that. And today we took down a bunch of shelving and brought it down there and took down some signs, some T&E pump signs and stuff like that. And, and yeah, just kind of prepared for the move that's going to happen up there and couple months but this is my last week up there in white court so you know hopefully all goes well for old scott boy there um yeah it's a really good time while i was up there it's a decent drive like the old shop like the shop they're in right now is like five minutes out of town and so i don't know if you guys have ever been up in this area but there's a lot of wooded area like lots of trees and lots of wildlife didn't hear any, didn't see or hear any wolves or bears or nothing like that. But this morning on our way back to the to the old shop, we there was actually a moose. I saw a moose on the side of the road, and uh, it was just a cow moose. And for those of you that don't know the difference, a cow moose is a female, obviously. And uh, yeah, so I got to see a a moose at least while I was up here, which was pretty cool. I haven't seen a moose in a couple of years, anyway. Um, yeah, what else is new? 
Not a whole lot, really, man. Um, you know, I'm gonna, when I get home tonight, um, tonight's Friday, by the way, so this will be coming out this Sunday. Um, when I get home, I'm gonna go shower, wash some clothes and stuff like that, you know, the huge, and uh, get ready to go to concert on Sunday when this comes out, so today. Going back down to concert for the night, and then in the morning, I'm gonna ship off to Bonneville, and then I'll be up there for the week, come back on the weekend, and then I'll be up there again, and then we'll see what happens from there. But uh, yeah, when I get home tonight, I'm gonna hang out with my girlfriend for a while, and then uh, my brother, you guys know him, old Gunner, old Gunny Money, old. Gunner L. Spencer, Gun Show, you know how that go. Um, <laughs> him, his wife, and my girlfriend and I, we're all going to go do an escape room. Um, he hasn't told me any of the details, like what kind of escape room it is, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I love doing those things. Like Those are uh, pretty fun. I don't know if you guys have ever done an escape room, but I think I've done like about four or five of them now, and I think... There was only one time we didn't make it out, so I got high hopes. Um, should be fun. Should be really fun. I love doing those things. You guys should check out those escape rooms because, like, I don't know if you guys are into puzzles or, like, solving problems or stuff like that, but, you know, I recommend you guys go to those because they're fun. You know, they're interactive. Like, I don't know. Depends on the room, but... You know, like you gotta figure your way out, you know, or face in face certain death, you know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just kind of rambling, but yeah, those things are fun. You guys should check them out if you haven't yet. Um, yeah, as for your boy Colt 45, I'm just chilling, you know. I'm only 20 minutes into my three hour trip, so uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna take a short break. Uh, eat a sandwich, you know, drink drink some juice. Actually, bought like I just filled up with gas, and so I only put forty bucks in, and that'll get me five hundred kilometers. So, you know, even when the gas prices skyrocket like they're supposed to, I think I'll still be okay because super cheap to fill my car. Like I can go seven hundred kilometers on a full tank of gas and it's only 60 bucks to fill it and uh, yeah my car is really good for long trips like this it's pretty comfortable um, um, in other news um, actually you know what I'm gonna eat my sandwich have a smoke drink an energy drink and uh, and I'll see you guys after break. <laughs> All right. Peace out. See you in a sec. Well, that was a really good sandwich. <laughs> I've never had a sandwich from a gas station that had all of the essentials. <laughs> and by that, I mean it had ham, pepperoni. I think it had cheese on it. I'm not sure. I ate it so quick, I barely tasted it. But it had pickles on it, which is amazing. They had lettuce and onions too. It was a really good sandwich. I haven't had a good sandwich like that 
from a gas station like ever. You know? At least not one that was pre-made. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, I also, one of these energy drinks, well, I grabbed two of them. Two different flavors. They're called Guru Energy Drinks. I don't know if you guys have heard of those. But apparently they're like organic or something like that. So they're made from organs, you know. I think that's what organic means, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about being organ donors. But I hear that's a really good idea, you know. It takes guts, you know. Um, aside from that, I wanted to tell you guys that uh, driving driving my car sucks. You know, although it's good on gas and everything like that, there's some problems with it. Um, the worst problem right now is that uh, when it's a little bit wet out, cars tend to kick up some, they tend to spray some dirty water, you know, and it dries on your windshield really quick. Well, my windshield washer fluid pump hasn't been properly working since the summer, I'd say. So every now and then I have to pull over and dump some washer fluid on my windshield and give her a quick <laughs> a quick whip wipe. And then I can see again. Because, you know, depending on how many puddles and depending on the conditions of the road, like when it's snowy, I, I have to constantly, yep, we're going through a snow right now, yep. Well, luckily he didn't kick up any snow at my windshield this time, but see, when I stopped at the gas station there, I had to wash my windshield, obviously, and now I'm about half an hour, 40 minutes into my trip, and we've hit a couple puddles, and the guy ahead of me has kicked muddy water into my, my line of vision. So every now and then I gotta stop and wipe it off, which is kind of a hassle. You know, it's not <laughs> not fun because uh, even if there's a big truck going by and there just happens to be a puddle, they really coat the windshield in dirty water. So it's not very fun, but you make do. You know, I'm a simplistic kind of guy, and you know, there's worse things. You know, life is still really good. <laughs> so, don't worry about me. I'll be all right. Um, what else, man? You know, I wanted to talk about what the world is going through right now. And I heard, actually, I'm hearing it quite a bit, that Russia is bombing the absolute crap out of uh, the Ukraine right now. And I kind of feel for the Ukrainians because, like, I worked with a couple of Ukrainian girls there at the mall, and they're straight from the Ukraine. And I can only imagine what they're going through right now, knowing that their homeland is getting terrorized by Russia. So, it's pretty unfortunate, if you ask me. Um, yeah, I don't really know too much about it all like all I know about it is that uh, apparently the Ukraine is sitting on some pretty pretty good land you know they got all kinds of oil and all kinds of you know precious what do you call that rocks Uh, precious precious resources and stuff that Russia's 
just trying to, you know, take control of all that. And I don't, I don't understand why, you know, why can't there just be peace in the world, you know? I'm sure if they asked nice enough, they'd share some of it, you know? Or at least let you buy some. I don't, I don't really know how all that works, but if it was up to me, I'd say everybody should just get along, you know? But unfortunately, that's not how the world works. So it's all going to hell in a handbasket, and yeah, there's not too much to say about that. Actually, right now, I'm going to change the subject. Right now, I'm just passing this one spot here out in the trees that last week when I was on my way home, I uh, the roads were absolute garbage, just snowy packed ice, just slippery as all hell, and this spot I just passed uh, last last week, there was like a huge bonfire, like they obviously clear big spots and just burn all the trees in some spots, and oh, that was a big bump, and last time, there was just a huge bonfire, like I'd say probably like 50 feet tall, like 100 feet in diameter, big bonfire, right? Just a huge cloud of smoke above it. I was like, when I was approaching, like a couple miles back, I was like, whoa, what is going on over there? And then, yeah, I got closer, and you could just see, like, a raging fire. And obviously it was controlled, but, you know, it's kind of crazy to see when it's it was in the middle of the trees like it's, it wasn't out in the field or nothing like that which that's kind of what I'm used to seeing but obviously it was controlled and then on my way back <clears throat> I just had like the kind of the intuition to be like oh I, I feel like that bonfire was close to this spot and I just happened to like turn my head and look behind me and it was still still smoldering that thing was burning all weekend and it was still smoldering on Monday when I came back up. But yeah, like I was saying, it just passed that same spot. It doesn't seem to be smoldering anymore, so I think I think it must have it might have snowed out here. It only snowed once in Whitecourt this week, as opposed to last week where it was snowing all week. And yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever been up here, but it's really good country for like snowmobiles and skidooing and stuff like that. <clears throat> Actually, when you come into Whitecourt, the sign says underneath it, underneath Whitecourt, it says the snowmobile capital of Alberta. And it really lives up to its name because you see so many sleds just like driving in the ditches, driving all over town, stuff like that. Like even the ditches have their own little their own little stop signs and stuff, you know, to, to let people know, um, to let the skidoers know to stop, obviously, to check for traffic and stuff when they're going across the road, but I just thought that was, that was kind of funny, because it's so popular for snowmobiling, but they literally have their own individual signs in the ditches, you know, for the snowmobile traffic, so... It's kind of a good idea. It's smart. And, like, it's weird that, like, you know, you can do that. You know, bylaws kind of permit that there in Whitecourt. 
Because I know, like when I lived in BC, I know <clears throat> in Sparwood, you you would get a ticket if the cops saw you fueling up your sled. Like if you drove your sled to the gas station, they'd give you a ticket for fueling up your sled and driving home. Whereas like 20 minutes down the road in Elkford, you could literally like kids would take their sleds drive like their skidoos and drive to school with them you know like that's just how crazy the difference in bylaws was between the two towns like yeah and like those towns are right sandwiched in the mountain ranges you know so I mean there was nothing to just drive your sled out your back uh, your backyard and out into the mountains you know like I used to do that all the time but yeah it's funny that in Sparwood you could get ticketed for driving in town and in Elkford it was like you know almost a requirement which was kind of weird but you know that's about all I have to say about that um <laughs> so yeah um I'm kind of nervous to go to Bonneville I've never been there before I heard it's kind of a kind of a shithole for lack of better words so I don't think I'd, I want to move there. But by the sounds of it, they're training me up to run the shop up there. So, you know, I think I might live the next few years of my life just traveling every week. Because <clears throat> by the sounds of it, I don't know if it's a nice enough town for me to move there. You know, Like, I'd pretty much live anywhere, but if I, I don't want to live that far away from most of my family, you know, because it's a good four-hour trip north from north east of Black Folds, you know, my life is in Black Folds, so I don't I don't really want to move. <clears throat> but you know, I've, I've, I've never even been that far north. Like the furthest north there in that direction that I've been is St. Paul. And like Vermilion, I used to work in Vermilion, which was alright because it was like a three and a half hour trip from Red Deer, which I used to do that weekly for like nine months, which was okay, but Bonneville is even like another hour and a bit north of that, like that's super far, like I'm not used to that at all, so I don't know, but you know, they'll be probably giving me a company truck, a company truck to make that trip, so you know, I wouldn't want to drive my vehicle that much unless they pay me mileage, which that would be all right too, I guess, because that, that could add up quick for a bunch of extra money for me. But I don't know. We'll cross that big bridge when we get there, I guess. Um, <coughs> yeah, not too much more to talk about. You know, I'll just check back with you every every uh, I don't know every half hour or so on my trip here. Let you know how everything's going and. Uh, See if I come across any crazy, any other crazy shenanigans, you know, on my travels. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I'm going to listen to some music, you know, jam out with my clam out. And you can hang out with your wang out, you know what I'm saying? All right, guys, I'll check back with you in a little bit. Deuces! <laughs> Oopsies!
think I took a wrong turn. Or I missed my turn. Oops. So yeah, I missed a turn there a little while ago. Um, I was supposed to go south at Entwistle, which if you've ever been to Entwistle, it has a really tall bridge over the Pembina River. And this bridge is like a couple hundred feet tall. Yeah, yeah, straight up. It's pretty cool, it's kind of sketchy when you go over it. I'm not good with driving at heights, like I can't deal with driving old logging roads on mountainsides. It freaks me out being at high altitudes in a vehicle, but yeah, it, uh... So anyways, I missed my turn at Entwistle and went through Yellowhead which is, like, I don't know, looks like a town, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's got like a road stop, turn off type thing. I don't know. It looks like a crappy place. But now I'm going through Seba Beach? Seba Beach? Seba Beach! <laughs> Sounds like a bad word, but it ain't. It's the name of a town, I guess. Uh... Looks like a little lake town. I don't see a lake anywhere, but yeah, I don't know. Just kind of going through the valley of the town right now. Uh, looks like a nice golf course back there. Um, it's a heavily wooded area. Lots of little houses everywhere. Um, and of course, there's been lots of puddles and stuff because the roads are wet. It's nice and sunny out because all the, all the snow is melting, so everybody's been kicking up lots of water, so I should probably find a spot here to pull off and dump some liquid on my windshield before I'm blind. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. This is actually a nice little, nice little, it looks like a redneck type of little town. Oh, yeah, there's a big lake right there. Oh. So this little town here, the Seba Beach, is like obviously built right on right on the beach, you know? Seba Beach. Ooh, cool. See that's the nice thing about you know missing turns or taking the wrong turn. You know, you get to see different different parts of the country you never never would have went to before, you know what I mean? nice if you get the chance to as long as they're see that's the nice thing about roads is roads go everywhere and you know if you miss one you can take another one and take you down a whole different type of country you know what I'm saying and it looks like <clears throat> all kinds of rolling hills and stuff up here you know now I'm on my way to Tomahawk so if I had to guess I'd say there's probably a native reserve around here somewhere which would make make sense, I think. I don't know. I don't know why it would make sense, but it just kind of makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I think these hills, they look kind of man-made, but I could be wrong. Like, if you guys have ever been to Drumheller, there's lots of, like, all the rolling hills there are all, like, washed out and stuff. That's kind of what these hills here look like. cool. I never thought uh, there's anything like this out here. 
I don't know about you guys, but I sure like driving and seeing different parts of the country. You know, I think that's pretty similar with most people. I don't think I've ever met somebody who just likes, ah, it's a lie. I guess there is some people who just like sitting at home and not seeing much. Yeah. It actually kind of looks like some sort of strip mine type quarry kind of valley here. Definitely looks man-made. Yeah, so that's what's up with me. I think I'm gonna pull over here in the next couple of minutes, dump some, dump some liquid on my windshield because it's getting kind of hard to see, especially with the sun glaring on it. You know? Boy, I tell ya, it's hard out here for a ghetto kid, you know what I mean? At least I have a nice warm vehicle, not like my old one where I had no heat. You know, I had to defrost the windshield with candles and tinfoil or jugs of hot water. So, you know, still living in luxury, just a little bit of the ghetto side too. But there's nothing wrong with that. Just make do with what you got, you know what I mean? Oh, looks like the roads are getting a little snowy again, but the sun's still high in the sky. So... Oh, uh, that's, oh, I should also tell you, so my dad, he, he works out in uh, Edson, you know, he, he uh, works somewhat on the pipeline, you know, and uh, so he comes from Edson, which isn't too far from White Court, so on Wednesday night, like the last couple of weeks, we were planning to get together for supper. And on Wednesday night, he came to White Court, and we went for Chinese at the Golden Delight Chinese restaurant. And it kind of sucks, because nobody has any buffets open right now, except I think, I think the Phoenix Buffet and Red Deer might be open, with the buffet and everything, and that's a pretty good place to eat, despite everybody's health concerns that kind of came to fruition there few years back when they got shut down but regardless it's still good food you know and they they reopened so obviously they you know obviously they got the go-ahead from health and safety or whatever um but yeah my dad and I we went went for supper and got some Chinese we actually ordered uh dinner for four and we absolutely murdered that whole meal like there wasn't really much left for like I brought home the, the tiniest bit of rice and chicken and stuff like that we there wasn't much left after we had our way with it so yeah typically see I don't know I don't know how they base their portions because that dinner of four was just enough for the two of us so and we kind of eat like mean machines but, uh, yeah, it was good. It, they say it's the best in White Court, and if that's the best in White Court, well, I fear for White Court's Chinese food, <laughs> you know, because it wasn't the greatest, but it was still food nonetheless, so can't complain. And then after, after we went for supper there, he took me over to his, his uh, friend's house there, uh, Danny and Cynthia, shout out to them. Shout out to Dad too. Um, 
Yeah, so I met I met uh, their friend Cynthia anyway, and, and uh, hung out there for a little bit. Waited for her husband Danny to come home, but he was running late, so we ended up just just uh, heading out of there anyways. And then Dad took me back to the shop, and he went back to to where's that Edson, and then. And then I went back in the shop and sat down and watched a movie with Scott and actually fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep a couple times and kept waking up, not only because I was snoring on the chair, but every time I'd start snoring, Scott's, Scott's dog, Babe, would come up and start licking my face because uh, <laughs> I was snoring and obviously I was disturbing her. <laughs> Which was kind of funny because every time I'd open my eyes, she's right in front of me licking my nose, and I was kind of startled. But yeah, that Chinese food kicked my butt, and made me super tired for some reason. But yeah, um, so like I said, I missed my turn. Now I'm missed, missed my turn, and now I'm heading south and just about the tomahawk. So. Let's see how far am I now from turning again. Oh, still got to go 26 miles south, so I'm doing good. I'm going to pull over here, right here in a minute. As soon as I find an approach, because the sun is beating right on my windshield, and I, if a deer jumped out, I wouldn't be able to see it, because my windshield is really dirty right now so oh i'll keep it posted check back with you guys in a few minutes all right deuces well just keeping you updated on my trip uh passing through breton right now not great breton just breton okay that's breton with an e not breton with the i you know what i'm saying um yeah just passing through breton right now um Washed my windshield a little bit ago. Uh, might have to stop for a pee here soon. Oh, I see some guys ripping in the ditches on some snowmobiles. Ditch banging. Yeah. I wish I could be out there doing that right now. But I don't have a sled. And hopefully, hopefully soon, Dad will be bringing his sleds home. And then we could go for a rip out at the lake hopefully it snows out there here soon so that we could do that because apparently they haven't had much snow lately so and i didn't get to go last year didn't make any time to go out last year so i'm really hoping to get out there this year um anyways i just wanted to i think this is going to be my last little segment of the show today um i just wanted to let you guys uh, know a little story um it's nothing to do with me it's just humanity in itself and how the brain is a powerful thing <clears throat> so there is a story of these scientists i'm not sure it was probably in germany um they ran a test on rats they put rats in water okay and the rats swam for about 15 minutes 
before they started to sink and drown. So then they took the rats out, dried them off, gave them a good like five minute break, and then they put them in again. And I'll give you guys a second to, to ponder. How long do you think those rats swam this time? So given they swam for 15 minutes the first time and then nearly drowned, started to drown before they were saved. Okay, that's enough time. So <clears throat> when they dried the rats off, gave them a break, put them back in, the rats swam for an additional 60 hours. That's right, 60, six zero hours. Because with that in their brains, knowing that they were going to drown if they gave up, that made their brains go into overdrive and you know with with an impending doom they continued to swim and do more than they thought they could possibly achieve you know what i mean so just let that kind of resonate a little bit you know and i kind of <clears throat> i kind of use the same mentality when i'm at the gym you know when i think oh it's too heavy or you know i I can't do it. You know, I used to say that a lot when I'd work out is, I can't do it. I can't lift it. I can't keep going. Well, you know, if, if there was, if it, you know, if it came down to it where there's an impending doom, you know, you are going to do anything and everything to survive, you know, and more more people should live live with that mentality cuz i mean you you'll surprise yourself on what you can actually achieve you know especially if you think there's life on the line you know you can push yourself to do to achieve you know it sounds cheesy but you can literally do anything if you want it bad enough and you know like erase the word can't from your mind you know tell yourself that you can do something and if you can't don't believe that you can't just believe well maybe not right now you know but don't let yourself procrastinate either you know what I mean like you know live live when you're doing something live as if this may be the last time you get to do it, you know? Live it to the fullest and do your best at achieving it, you know what I mean? You know, and just like those rats, when you think, when you think, you know, you might die doing this, well, do it for as long and as hard as you can because you never know. It might be the last chance you get, you know? I just, I read that a week ago or something that these rats <clears throat> they swam for 15 minutes and then gave up with like and then you know they were rescued 
and then they were put back in that same scenario and with that in their minds that they might die they went on for an additional 60 hours like and there's a big difference between 15 minutes and 60 hours you know that's that's a long time like that's more than two days of straight swimming especially for a little rat i'm surprised their little hearts didn't explode but you know just let that sit for a little bit you know if if a rat can you know push himself to to achieve something like that man humans could probably do anything with that mentality you know what i mean and if more people had that mentality you know the world might be a better place you never know so with that in mind i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to to live my life like that you know this might be the last chance i get so i'm not gonna squander it i'm just gonna push myself and push myself until i literally cannot be pushed any further you know what i mean because your body could take a beating and your brain is a powerful muscle but if you have the right state of mind and the right mentality, you can push yourself to do great things, you know. And don't tell yourself you can't. So I've heard it a lot in the gym, you know, working out with people. Like I've said it before, like, you know, I've heard them say, I can't do it. I can't lift it. I can't push it. Like, you're only kidding yourself because you don't know what you can truly achieve. Like, if you just push it a little bit more just give me one more can you give me one more you know another one you know what i'm saying like you you can do more than you think you can you know can't is just a word and it shouldn't exist so just let that sit with you guys all right well i'll check back with you guys here in a little bit i got just over an hour left to go on my trip and then i'll be home so talk to you guys when I get home and then we'll wrap this show up all right peace out so I'm about I don't know eight minutes away from Black Falls boys and girls it's uh, been a lovely trip it's been a lovely two weeks up in White Court you know this is my fourth time making this trip and you know it seems to go by quicker every time I do it which is nice you know it's nice you know and it's nice to not take the same way every time things tend to get a little boring if you do um yeah thanks for joining me today uh it's been a real slice you guys okay um hope you enjoyed the episode uh, i don't really have anything else to talk about so i'm gonna just end it like this Outro coming in hot. Well, <laughs> that's been another episode of Brother to Brother with your boy Colt 45 in the his house. Me, 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 me. Ah, yeah. I hope you guys liked the episode. Um, it's a little short one, you know. When I go solo. It's it's uh, pretty short, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, this is the part where uh, you guys show some love. You know, if you love the show, 
follow, subscribe, you know, go on Instagram, follow me at Colt45Spencer on Instagram, ColtEGSpencer on Facebook, you know, uh, Colt45Spencer on TikTok, you know the deal, you can follow Gunner at GunnerLSpencer on Insta, follow him at Gunshow on TikTok, uh, you can follow us, you know, on uh, the Podcast Blasters, you know, uh, Brother to Brother Podcast. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of getting Dad on here next week, and we can uh, shoot the breeze with him, you know, talk about life on the road and, you know, stuff like that, um, all the crazy stuff he's seen while driving. He was showing me some stuff there while we were having supper the other night. Um, yeah, and of course, like always, the part you love the best, uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Anchor, that's the easiest way to make your own podcast, it's free to download, it gives you all the tools you need to start your own podcast if that's what you want to do, and if you download it, maybe I'll get you on the show, you know, we can talk about whatever you want, you know, that whole chestnut and, of course, you can find us on Copy of RSS, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, uh, what else, Pocket Casts, and uh, I think I'm forgetting one, uh, Breaker. <laughs> uh, yeah, like always, love you guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for joining me, your boy Colt45, on Brother to Brother Podcast. YOLO, we're doing it solo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see you again next uh, well, we'll talk to you again next Sunday, all right? Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Um, all right, as always, love you. Love you lots. Subscribe, like, comment. Give us a rating if you'd like. It would uh, be awesome if you guys would drop a rating. All right, much love from your boy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, peace out. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. I'm on my way back home to Black Falls to see my girlfriend. I can't wait to get on the road again. Just left wife corn. Hey now, hey now. Don't dream it's over. Hey now, hey now. Well, this is some slushy snow on the road. Mine. Keep it between the mustard and the mail, Colt 45. He's a little slippery. Kate's <laughs> drying out all. See, obviously the wind must be blowing pretty good. Blew all the snow onto the road. Come on. Keep it in between the lines. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Considering last week was super shitty on the roads, this ain't bad at all. Nice and dry. <laughs> I like dry roads. <laughs> I don't feel endangered at all. <laughs> That's the sound my go kart makes. <laughs> if I had one. Don't leave me, I want you here with me, I know that 
Your love is gone I can't breathe I'm so weak I know this isn't easy Tell me that your love is gone, that your love is gone. I like that song. <laughs>